0: Hello, and welcome to the Dead Jester Sketch Comedy Podcast. This is episode 5 of Beavers and Bransons. As always, this episode is a collection of random sketches written and produced by myself, Raiko Newton-Block, and fellow comic and writer, Joe Powell. This episode features everything from Richard Branson at a Slam Poetry Night to the Serial Podcast's newest investigative series called Beaver Ridge, And of course, many more. So if you do happen to enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And with that, episode five. Welcome to the Slam Poetry Night at the brew house. We're going to get started. First to the stage is actually a newcomer. It's his first time. Everybody, please welcome uh,
1: Sir Richard Branson. <laughs> thank you. Th- thank you all for, for the warm, warm welcome. I appreciate it. I'm a little bit nervous as this is my first slam poetry. I hope you all bear with me. I've, I've wrote a poem and it's called Things That Rhyme With Me. <clears throat> Richard Branson. Marilyn Manson, Umbop by Hansen Scarlett Johansson, Brian Cranston. Thank you all very much. And now, the most inspirational, motivational video of all time. The way I see it, we all have the
0: same 24 hours. So I hate when people say, I don't have time. Of course you have time. Everyone who's ever made it has the same 24 hours in a day that you have. There's more than enough time to accomplish our goals and dreams, to prepare ourselves, to learn, to listen, to read, to try new hobbies, to pick up baking, bake a cake, make an inside out bun cake, do a rum cake, maybe a cookie, a macadamia, and to get out of our comfort zones, move to Montana, join a ranch, become a ranch hand, lasso a hog, shave a sheep's belly, start a salmon farm, farm salmon, expand your horizons, combine your skills, your strength, your perspective, Become a taxidermist. Get your taxidermy license and stuff animals. Try woodwork. Make a pot. Make a Do Do work with your hands. Make clay pots and give them to people. And see if they like them and actually accept them as gifts and try it. And polish them and put your name on it and said, this is my mug. I made this mug and I made it for you to share this positive energy and the craft that I've learned. Those are things. We have the time for that. From the guys who brought you S-Town in Cereal, This American Life presents an exclusive sneak peek at our newest investigative
1: series, Beaver Ridge. When a beaver builds a dam, a dam built of 300 or 400 branches, the landscape around the dam is transformed. Beavers vary the type of dam they build according to the speed of the water. In slow-moving water, they build a straight dam. In fast-moving water, they build curved ones. These beavers and their dams transform rivers and streams into stunning ponds and lakes, thousands of which dot the United States. Anyway, I only learned about all this because a few months ago, a southern New Hampshire man named Earl O'Connor reached out to me and he asked me to help him solve a murder.
0: I am telling you, they are killing beavers out here. Every single day there's a new dead beaver caucus and they are murdering these beavers and nobody is doing a damn thing about it. From the people who brought you cereal, This American Life presents Beaver Ridge,
1: chapter one, Sticks and Stones. Hi, I'm Thomas Jenkins, an investigative journalist for This American Life. The first time Earl and I spoke over the phone, he had a lot to tell me about his town.
0: Beaver Ridge used to be a great place to live. Everybody everybody enjoyed living here, and the best part about Beaver Ridge was all the beavers. They used to run wild, make ponds and lakes, give us ice hockey rinks in the winter.
1: The town of Beaver Ridge, New Hampshire, has always been known for two things, apple orchards and beavers. But the beaver population has drastically declined over the course of the past year. Earl told me his theory as to why this is happening.
0: I know exactly why this is happening. It's because the new town council wants to build a hydroelectric water plant at the end of the river. But to do it, they need, they need to get rid of all the lakes and ponds that the beavers bestowed on us, that they gave to us. One of those ponds is my ice hockey ranking the winner. And they offered to buy it but of course everybody said no yeah you're fucking idiot let me give you an ice hockey rink you moron so everyone said no and they assembled a nazi ss extermination squad to cleanse this area of beavers this is a genocide this is a rwanda of beavers
1: sure earl's a bit abrasive but i still found him charming charismatic in a way i looked into his story and decided it was worth investigating but Before I went to New Hampshire, I called local Beaver Ridge Police Chief Pete McMullen to see if he could confirm Earl's beaver theory. When we spoke, I learned a lot about Earl O'Connor. Earl O'Connor's been a thorn in my ass for years. Every winter, he runs an illegal pond hockey camp on his property, and every year we have to shut him down because he has no insurance. Not to mention the acre or so of marijuana he keeps growing back there. And now he's running around town, freaking people out with conspiracy theories about electro plants and dead beavers. We investigated. There's no dead beavers, and there was never no plans for a damn electro plant. The accusations made me question everything I'd come to know about Earl, but there was still one thing that didn't add up. Chief McMullen said there was never plans for a hydroelectric plant, but I had found its blueprints in the city archives. Earl was right. Something was going on. So I went to New Hampshire to get to the bottom of it. On my way to Earl's house, I stopped at a local Dunkin' Donuts. Welcome to Dunkin's, what can I get ya? I'll have a medium black iced coffee, please. What's the name for the order? My name is Thomas Jenkins. I'm an investigative journalist with This American Life.
0: You're an investigator? What are you with? One of those fake news outlets like CNN? You and your little faggy camera, get out of here, you knock. You're not welcome at Dunkin's, you're not welcome at Beaver Ridge. You fake news piece of shit.
1: After being thrown out of Dunkin' Donuts, I went to meet Earl at his house. When I got there, Earl took me for a walk through his property so I could see the carnage firsthand.
0: Look over here, you got one dead beaver there, you got two dead beavers there, and there's got to be at least a half dozen dead beavers over there in that pile.
1: What I saw shocked me. Why haven't you gone to the town council on this?
0: I can't go to the town council. I got the town already so far up my ass, I could feel the tax collector's nose pressing against my
1: prostate. I hate to ask you, Earl, but... Could it have anything to do with the marijuana you're growing on your property?
0: Oh, you know what? What a man grows in his own yard is his business. I don't hear anybody bitch moaning, complaining that I'm growing illegal potatoes, but you grow one little bushel of marijuana. You try to get yourself high to drown out the shrieks of these dying beavers and all of a sudden the town-
1: Earl rambled about marijuana for another five minutes before he realized he had left his cell phone at the house. He told me to stay put as he ran back to grab it. While I waited, a man suddenly approached me and asked what I was doing there. Luckily, I was still recording. Hey, this area is quarantined. No one's supposed to be back here. Who the hell are you? My name is Thomas
0: Jenkins. I'm an investigative journalist with This American Life. Oh, Jesus Christ, let me guess. Earl called you to investigate the dead beavers. Listen, I told Earl 10 times. We got a rabies outbreak and it's infecting all the beavers here. So we quarantined the area. A lot of the beavers are dropping dead, but we're trying to save the ones we can and move them to a local zoo. And then once the outbreak is curbed,
1: we're gonna bring them back so they can repopulate. What he said about the beavers made sense, but what about the hydroelectric dam? I saw the blueprints myself. Oh, and if Earl mentions anything about a
0: hydroelectric dam, every year we let the local elementary school kids draw up plans for a new town project, and then we do a fake town hall meeting to approve it. It's all for the kids, you know, it's
1: just for fun, but uh, Earl takes this stuff way too seriously. I had been carrying the original blueprint in my pocket, so I pulled it out. On second review, I realized it was drawn in red crayon And signed, Mark, fourth grade. Next episode
0: on Beaver Ridge. Hey, Thomas, this is Earl O'Connor. Listen, I need you to call me back. All right, I came back out to the woods and you were gone. I bet that guy fed you some bullshit story about a fourth grader named Mark. Listen, Mark is the head of the city council. All right, I need you to call me back immediately. I know we've all been getting calls from people claiming to be the IRS recently, and then they leave us a shitty voicemail and we just delete it, but have you ever listened to the voicemail all the way through? Please leave a message after the tone. This
1: is the IRS. You currently owe over $7,000 in back taxes. A warrant has been issued for your arrest, and all of your assets will be seized, but If you submit payment within the next 10 minutes, we will rescind the warrant, settle your case, and you and your family will be automatically entered to win a five-night Caribbean cruise... That's right. Slip your debt-free feet into the warm sands on the beaches of St. Martin. Or sip an ice-cold pina colada in a private poolside cabana. Maybe leave those kids on board and buy a little low-end bud on the bustling streets of Kingston, Jamaica. Just be sure to call us back today here at the IRS. Or we will fucking arrest you.
0: Kenny we are live in 15 seconds you're gonna intro the rib
1: fest and then we'll open up the phone lines John please do not open up the phone lines let's not take callers today
0: no can do Kenny we got to get rid of these tickets
1: I'll buy the damn rib fest tickets myself I don't want to speak to these people I want to do my job and play the damn music
0: no can do Kenny we're live in three two and one
1: and now the number one radio show in southeast mobile Alabama the Kenny Spaghetti Show
2: Cadillac, blackjack, get down,
0: boot scoot, boogie. Hey y'all, this is Country Music Star Jason Aldean and you're tuned into the Tractor
1: 102.1. Did you say tractor? It's my favorite show! Woohoo! I love what I do on! I didn't this is the Kenneth Spaghetti Show on 102.1 The Tractor. As always, I am your host, Kenny Spaghetti. Before we dive into four hours of non-stop country gold, we are giving away a pair of tickets to this weekend's Rib Fest. We're going to go ahead and open up the phone line, so call in, give us your best Rib Fest story, and you could win those tickets. Let's take our 1st caller. Hey,
0: Spaghetti, this is Susie in Mobile. I own a chicken coop, and the other day I walked into the coop, and I saw my two hands going at it, crazy, sexual stuff. And I'm just, it's kind of crazy, and I'm just wondering, do you think that
1: I have lesbian hands? Uh, Alright, Susie. Well, thank you for the call. Alright, people. We're gonna try to keep it to the Rib Fest. Uh, I know we have a problem sometimes with the call-ins, but we're gonna try to stay on topic. Let's hear your best Rib Fest stories and only Rib Fest stories. Win some tickets. Our next caller is Craig. Craig, how you doing today?
0: Hey there, Spaghetti. I'm doing good, man. I just wanted to call in and let you know that I had an awesome time at last year's Rib Fest.
1: Glad to hear
0: it. What made it so fun? Well, I'll tell you what made it so fun. It was a very eventful day. I-, I went to the rib fest, I enjoyed the music, and I enjoyed the ribs, and then I came home, spaghetti, and I found my wife in bed with another man.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, I, I-, I think- Is that
0: what your radio show's trying to do? Get good, hard-working men like myself out of the house so their neighbor Dave can come through and bang their wife behind their back, you piece of shit?
1: Oh, you know what, for fuck's sakes with this, I had enough. I'm cutting a commercial, we're cutting a commercial, and I'm done, I quit.
0: This is the Kenny Spaghetti Show on 102.1, The Tractor.
1: You ever feel like there's not enough shit in your mouth? You know, like you could use a little extra shit in it? Then boy, pick up a pouch of Carl's Country Boy Chewing Tobacco. That's right, and remember... If your mouth is nothing but teeth and tongue, then you're missing all the fun. And now we leave you with a tribute to the Joe Rogan
2: podcast.
1: And Cat Stevens, too, I I guess.
2: Oh, I'm tuning into Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Driving and lifting to Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Oh, if his guest is a physicist, I learn time does not exist. And if Eddie Bravo says the world is flat, young Jamie, please Google that. And if Alex Jones screams conspiracy, Joe says not everything can be. Oh, if Joe has no guest in line, Brian Redband fills the time. And I tuned in to one podcast, bought kettlebells, and now I'm jacked. Yes, I tuned in while on a train. And now I have an alpha brain. Hello all, Richard Branson here. Thank you for listening to the Dead Jester's sketch
1: comedy podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please press subscribe and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at Dead Jester's, on Twitter at The Dead Jester's, and go ahead and like us on The Book of Faces. Thank you all very much for listening. (laughs) Ta-ta!